everybody, and welcome to another episode of Middle of the Row, the podcast. We are in the middle of a series of our first flashbacks for 2021, which means we're flashing back to the year 2011 and 2001. This is our first flashback to 2001, and that is for Ben's pick, which is um, the Richard uh, Kelly oh, Just cult. don't say the title, I mean. <laughs> no, we, so we, no, we've agreed we can say the title. The Richard Kelly. Whoa, 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 they're gonna know what it is. But then, regardless. that's the that's the same for genre Rama then too. Yeah, we just yeah. didn't think it through. Yeah, I think <laughs> so. We'll, we'll we'll switch it up. I think we've agreed. Yeah, that we the... gave we gave Zach <laughs> yeah. such a hard time for the nice guys. <laughs> this is the Richard Kelly film cult classic Donnie Darko. We have some categories that we like to go through, and the first one is describing the movie in eight words or less, and we are going to let the picker, Ben, go first. It would be two words. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, I can go, I guess. Wait, what? Portal. Wait, what? Okay. Yeah. Are we all going to start with wait, what? I don't know if we keep adding on to it, the last person's going to have trouble sticking to eight words because that was just five. <laughs> John, do you have one that involves, wait, what? Well, now I have now I have two. If I want to stick with the with starting with wait, and this is a playoff of NPR, wait, wait, stop telling me. Um, <laughs> but my actual one that I came up with was Edgelord, the movie. <laughs> I didn't think of anything creative. Mine was just the alternate reality bunny made him do it. (laughs) (laughs) The elevator pitch for this movie is it's like a sci-fi high school comedy thing. I feel like I've heard arguments that you could technically classify it as a superhero film. Yeah. Uh, I mean. I mean, his name no. is D.D. That's a prerequisite of all superhero films. That they have the same letters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they reference in it mm-hmm. explicitly. Therefore, the apparently too, but... the, the director's cut builds into it a little bit more from what I read. Were we were we supposed to watch yeah, the director's about cut? that? Um, we decided, we decided not, not to. to. And then I realized partway through today that I accidentally watched the director's cut. So... Okay, great. Then you'll be an but expert. But it's like on it. I don't know what all was it added. <laughs> I can tell you because watching this movie, I know like this movie beat okay. for beat, so I can tell you if something was in there. Because I haven't watched this movie since like it first came out. I don't think. You mentioned alternate timelines. That's director's cut. How? It makes it more, well, they make it more explicit in the okay. second. Director's like the only cut. thing I know that was in the director's cut because I read a, like a random thing today was that. Um, in the director's cut, the psychiatrist he's seeing tells him to stop go- taking his meds because they're placebos. It's like apparently that's not mm-hmm. in the original the- theatrical mm-hmm. release. Which doesn't make sense when it she ups sense. his medicine pills with his parents. Or she's parents. just a yeah. horrible psychiatrist because he's clearly in need of medication. <laughs> yeah. This is a um, very bad doctor. Yeah. We can give her some uh, yeah, she's clearly talk a bad in later doctor. Sections. I have a lot of um, notes to put in her, like her little ask me how or whatever. What are they called? Not suggestion box, but like 
just rating how she does. Because it's like so many times she makes Donnie Darko wake up when he's in like super awkward positions. Where it's <laughs> like, why don't you let him wait, lay, like, lay down and just think he woke up randomly, not with his hands down his pants or hugging him? Or, <laughs> yeah. It's like he has to be wondering but what also, the hell she's doing to him. And it's also, like, like someone needs to record these sessions so he can watch them back and be like, okay, nothing happened to me. <laughs> and maybe he can also, she could also stop hypnotizing him because that, that does too. not seem to be helping anyone. I mean, it's yeah. it's he's revealing a lot of things. Yeah, he, almost too many. <laughs> I sh- I think I should change my eight words or less to fuck ass the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so general thoughts, uh, Ben, start us off. General thoughts on Donnie Darko the movie. What's your experience with the movie before today, and how do you feel about it now? When I originally saw it, I was probably in high school, which is you know. The right, age, to watch this movie. the right age to see this movie. And I remember being like, this was so cool. I don't get any of it, but this is so cool. <laughs> and now that I'm older and wiser, I still don't get most of it. But I I think it's like, it's weird. I want to say like it's a well-made film, but the story is just so, not bare bones. It just leaves so much up for interpretation mm-hmm. or doesn't provide answers i guess that in my opinion it does hurt the movie it's funny you mentioned tenet before our podcast zach because it to me tenet and this kind of have that same where it's like there's a lot of stuff that should have been explained that just isn't okay now i'm feeling even more like you and i had very different experiences based on the version we watched because i feel like it made sense to me kind of mostly yeah no the director's cut and I i'm think a dumb like, dumb so <laughs> i think i think the director's cut has like 20 minutes more something like that yeah and it's like yeah from what i understand most of it's just like exposition yeah. so it's like here's the information and like you, you actually want. get to see pages from the book that time yeah. travel book so and I, I mean, I do understand more now that I've read, like, I read up on that. Mm-hmm. I still don't understand everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I definitely but have questions. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's like, I don't know. Like, I enjoy it, but I can definitely see someone not liking this movie mm-hmm. at all. But I think I... Jake Gyllenhaal's just so good in it. Um, everyone, everyone in this movie is great. Even Patrick Swayze, who I totally forgot was in this movie. I think I'm basically the same, but I... I not to I won't jump ahead to our star ratings. I don't I mean I like I I think I said in the end of, I don't know if it'll stay in the episode. I haven't edited it yet, but the this movie was like in my top five when I was in college. So if you ask me my top five back then it was like Shawshank, Fight Club, Donnie Darko <laughs> and that that was like my top three, pretty strong top three for a while. Wait, so Zach, you're telling us that you were a white dude in college? <laughs> yes. I mean, also, what, you loved Fight Club. And- yeah. I was going to say, Zach, <laughs> did you give Fight Club like four and a half or five? You're a white guy. You're not hurting the white guy argument, Laura. <laughs> you Canadian white man. <laughs> but going, my review for Letterboxd, my score on Letterboxd, which I had watched the movie a few years ago. I still had it at four and a half stars, which was probably down from five when I had imported everything to Letterboxd. I don't know this time like again it's like ben said it's it's very easy to watch it's a well made pretty slick movie the cast is really good but for whatever this time i just couldn't put up with like like where it was fun to not really know what was going on 
before. Now it just feels like, yeah, you didn't know what the fuck you were doing. Like it, you know, <laughs> it, 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 it feels like a failure more than a puzzle to be solved now well, to me. Yeah, I think and, one of the trivias I read was like at the rap party or something, Jake Gyllenhaal and I think maybe it was Seth uh, Rogen, they were just bonding over the fact that neither of them understood the movie at all. <laughs> it's like, Well, uh, I would love to hear that conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of like in support of that, didn't, didn't this director make another movie after this and it was like terrible, if memory serves? No, starts? I don't. Like, well, I mean, a lot of people hate Southland Tales. And oh yeah oh no it's bad I, so like your, your argument i'm like he didn't know what he was doing it's like maybe he got lucky with this one well his script for so i like i was very in on this the script for southland tales uh and i know kevin smith was a very big fan of it it that was apparently his it was an unfilmable script for he couldn't get that movie made having not made anything else and then but apparently the script for it was actually incredible it was like compared to pulp fiction like one of the great screenplays whoa before it was made but then he apparently changed a lot of it post 9-11 but that movie Wait, it is took actually, him that long to make another movie it took him three years i think i think I 2004 say, this came Southland out around 9-11 this came what out literally that? the week before oh, it. like so it had to be changed I, because of 9-11 yeah. no, I, like i was for, for a split second i was thinking this was 91 duh never mind. oh no 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 2000 <laughs> it was like three years later yeah john you want to say something by southland tales are you talking about the 2006 science fiction Six. comedy thriller with that the rock ensemble cast of Dwayne mm-hmm. the rock johnson sean william scott sarah michelle geller mandy moore and justin timberlake mm-hmm. i'm in how is this not the greatest movie of all time? <laughs> it, it well, like, well, here's the, you could take here, like one like any of those cast members, put them in anything else, and the charisma just skyrockets. The movie, the, how the, bad is this movie? If like that cast can't carry it, the movie, I I don't. I mean, Lauren obviously did not enjoy it. I I definitely did not like it as much as this movie ever. uh, But I still do enjoy it. And I am buying Arrow Video is releasing the cans cut of the movie. What does that even mean? So when he premiered, the movie got premiered at the Cannes Film Festival. Oh, okay. And it was was widely (laughs) derided. It was edited by a can opener. Uh, (laughs) It was widely derided and it got a bunch of shit. And then he edited it into what it ended up coming out as. Which people liked even less. Which people liked even less. And the can't can catch cut, a break. <laughs> the can cut has apparently he screened it recently, and it's there's been some quiet hype building around it. People they should, getting they to should actually call it see the it. canned cut. <laughs> um, Snyder cut. <laughs> but it is. How dare you? It's Tony coming Darko, out the Zack Snyder cut. <laughs> it's coming out on Blu-ray in like two weeks, and I look forward to watching it again. And. Um, <laughs> That, but that movie also has a three. So the movie is like considered episode four, five, and six of the whole story. And there's a graphic novel that goes with it that is episodes one, two, and three that well, he then. has talked about getting animated into. Yeah, Southland Tales is a crazy fucking so experience it's a of a sequel, movie to dive down. It's a sequel to some like a graphic novel that hadn't been released yet. I don't think the graphic novel. <laughs> I don't think the graphic novel even came out until after the movie came out. I can't remember. But so I own this, the graphic novel. That's too. awesome. But, um, that's, this was, was just ambitious. set up for success. The guy was ambitious. <laughs> it's interesting because, I, real quick, I do want to interject with the quote 
by Kevin Smith about him. Cause I think it, it goes back to your point that you made Zach or your, what you alluded to. Like the, this quote is nuts. He is insanely creative and is not unlike Christopher Nolan, but Nolan wound up in Warner brothers system where he got special handling and he got a lot of money to make huge art films like inception. Richard can be one of the greatest filmmakers can be one of our greatest filmmakers. He is right now, but just a lot of people don't realize it. He's still a kid and someone needs to Nolan that kid. He's, he he says so he, he said this like four, that years, five years ago by yeah, the way. He hasn't made a movie since The Box, which I think was What's also like unfairly maligned. He made The Box? Yeah. I've like, heard was nothing that? other than it's a horror horrible movie. Is See, the that, box the one with Cameron Diaz or the yeah. one with Joey yeah. King? Yeah. Cameron Diaz. Where oh, is the Wish? The one with, jo- what's the one with Joey oh, King? That might be You're the thinking wish. of like Wish Upon? Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's a terrible movie too. The box I didn't see for a I long time. And, I, and is it great? No, but it, it is not the atrocity that people make it out to be. Yeah, and he claims he has a director's that. cut of that movie as well. But he apparently is about to make something again. So I, I, I so I, I'm hopeful. I, I'm still in for Richard. He obviously has talent, but yeah, we got just, way sidetracked. Just, was Domino not good? No, do, he wrote. I don't that, really though. remember it that well. Okay, it was it was solid. I mean, it was an I've interesting Tony Scott movie with all that's the one is Keira Knightley that's it and and Edgar Ramirez I think Lauren and John what what are your thoughts on Donnie Darko before and now uh I remember enjoying it when I first saw it don't remember much about it I just remember it had something to do with a plane engine and that was it (laughs) and um yeah like when I was watching it this time I wonder how much was added to the beginning because I felt like it was dragging a little bit like the first 20 30 minutes even I checked my phone a lot, which I try not to do, but I was like, I'll just see what Pokemon are outside and I'm going to catch them. <laughs> it's like, so, um, but like it, once it got going, I was definitely more interested in it, trying to figure out exactly what was happening. You know, every time I've always made fun of John Ford, but every time God came up, I was just like, <sighs> but, um, <laughs> it's like, but um, I don't know, like. I was kind of sitting like a 3.5 or 3 even in the beginning because I was just like, this is fine, but stupid. And like just so many of the jokes were like, I know I'm not supposed to judge something based on today's standards or whatever, but so many it's like, it's like in today's standards in all fairness are still these, but it's like just telling that girl to go back to China. I felt so bad yeah. for that girl. Yeah. But um, like the one kid <laughs> told her to go get molested. To, well, high school still very much suck. Really <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but like it just wasn't that enjoyable to watch for the longest time. And then like once mm-hmm. it started getting more into it and I started figuring stuff out or like, assuming i was figuring stuff out it's like it eventually got back up to being um an enjoyable movie that i appreciated more when it was done it's like time travel you it's hit or miss for me but it's like alt reality stuff what is that the meme with what's his face drake it's like time travel's the top one the second one's alt realities it's like i appreciate the alt realities more (laughs) what about time heists how do you feel about that (laughs) who doesn't like a time heist you telling me back to the future is bullshit Does this count as a time heist kind if you steal a, a plane heist. engine from the future and send it back to the past? Yeah. <laughs> if there's multiple realities, though, like, that really fucks over the reality that we're watching. Like, his mom and sister die. <laughs> like, that's not great, but Like, Bob. it no longer exists, no, basically. That's the Does point. it get yeah. closed? So he okay. basically, it's basically like the two realities are going to kind of destroy each other in a sense. Yeah, black holes happen. <laughs> yeah. And then... 
basically by Donnie going back to the other one and taking that engine with him, I guess, mm-hmm. he sets it right. Yeah. I feel like this movie... Because then they'll never die. Yeah. Yeah. Although he dies. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the moral his of the story is and the world girlfriend. is better off without you. Yeah. That is... Like, yeah, Edgelord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw it back to John in a second. But but what I think is interesting, even this movie feels like he was limited. Like, the ending doesn't make as much sense. Like, if he could have found some way, if he had the budget to get Donnie into the portal with the, you know, like, the, the, the cutting from him just staring at uh, the portal mm-hmm. to being in his bed is really really jarring i don't think he gets sent back there's just two of him like he sends the engine back and that version of him dies and then the other one dies. the other version retains because like one one interpretation i kind of read was that it's like when the two realities branch the original timeline just like pauses pauses basically and the alternate timeline keeps going so then when the engine gets sent back, that one just basically gets press play and it keeps going. So it's like he remembers the stuff he did because he was this like special chosen one or whatever. And then he does it. He chooses not to go. Yeah, there. like he's laughing because also, he knows he, he saved the, the universe, basically. But he sleepwalks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we can talk that more. We'll, but, we'll talk about then, that. When yeah, we can break it down. <laughs> John, history with Donnie Darko and what you think now. So I attribute this movie to casual friend I had in high school by the name of Misha. And Misha, I remember... How long has John been talking? (laughs) Is this... Are you Misha, John? Yeah, like... (laughs) and twist this is my favorite movie of all time no um (laughs) like when i first saw this film and didn't understand it i was like oh it makes sense why misha loves this film because he like (laughs) can say like oh i love this like very thoughtful philosophical scientific like film about like teenagers and blah 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 and so going into this film and getting ready to watch it again my literal thoughts were this film can go suck a fuck (laughs) um which is but, a slightly better insult than fuck ass. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> but looking back on it, like, I agree with Lauren. I think it got better for me. And there were times where it definitely felt very self-indulgent. And the end, again, was very confusing almost on purpose. Mm-hmm. But I think there's some very good impressionistic just moments of this is what it feels like to be a troubled kid who's super smart and super bright who literally feels like the world can be ending or feels like this heightened sense of awareness of right and wrong and his agency in that. And granted, this movie takes that narrative or that thought pattern to the utmost extreme and says, like, what happens when this kid feels like it's up to him and he has to sacrifice himself? But honestly, there were a lot of kids, and I was, I mean, I was a dramatic moody teenager and i feel like a lot of that is paramount and super relatable to the teenage experience and i appreciated it for that i was i compared this to like early on i was like this is like a weird sci-fi moody dark version of catcher in the rye except for whatever reason i really liked catcher in the rye um (laughs) 
but I, as the movie progressed, I started to endear to it more and more. Um, and again, he does some very interesting things cinematically and then just also plot wise and Jake Gyllenhaal acts his ass off and it's great. Mm -hmm. Favorite actor of all time. But I and do he's think so there are. Pretty looking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there's but there's a lot of moments that do feel kind of like in again like I said indulgent and kind of like it's up its own of, ass at times. Well, a lot of '80s <laughs> montages with eight or montage like one like that one. He's doing his best Scorsese PTA. Um, he 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 definitely was watching Paul Thomas Anderson. He watched Boogie Nights and Magnolia, lots of Scorsese and Kubrick, and that, I, yeah, that all yeah comes you know out all those movie. Scorsese movies that just talk about the fuckability of Smurfette. <laughs> but like, okay, but again, in its defense, what an incredible scene that was so like that's high schoolers shooting the shit. Like, Literally I was like, yeah, I've never had conversations shit. like that, but that's like so much like what like me and my friends would probably like joke about or just kind of like idiotically just argue over and so yeah there's there's a lot i think to like in this i started out as a four and then i knocked it down to 3.5 because again there's a lot of indulgent parts so did ben but yeah it's still good like i again i ended up liking it or remembering i liked it more than yeah we're not in that category yet whole podcast oh, has I apologize, started I apologize, over. I'm sorry. No, you're I'm fine. Sorry. No, I'm blaming Zach. It's okay. Zach's going to edit out all of this anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, no joke. Um, yeah, I ended up liking it more than I anticipated I would. Uh, on a second watch, I mean. Star ratings. I went from a four and a half to a three. Whew. Yeah. I, I went from four, bordering four and a half, to three three and a half so i think if you would have asked me as a high schooler i would have said this movie is a three because it's it's so over the top and it's so like someone said up its own ass like it's almost intolerable <laughs> but then i knocked it up to a four on a second viewing and then i just recently put it down to 3.5 yeah i i don't know where i am i'm i want to give it a 3.75 almost but i feel like a lot of that is helped out by the fact that i watched the director's cut i feel like if i had not been able to read like the pages and stuff while i was watching this i would have just been <laughs> so much more confused so it probably would have been a three or three and a half so i'll probably be at a three and a half when all said and done okay performance prize uh we decided we don't have to get we've, we've i think this has evolved into just us praising I performances think, i think and we, we can agree we can to. we can decide to agree if there is a best but we rarely have done that it's patrick swayze obviously i would say maggie gyllenhaal i would say yeah, I seth, rogan. seth rogan yeah, that was a joke it's yeah it's, it's <laughs> no i know jake. but it's like not even a good joke he's in like two scenes <laughs> no it's um, totally jake i don't know i'm like maggie yeah. gyllenhaal she's in like two scenes yeah but she's great i think everyone in this movie is great i think like I think the the actor with like the least amount of time but like the most impact would be um I forgot her name. She's the president's wife or the uh, Mary McDonald. Mary McDonald. Yes. She's really good. First she's the only she, character. She yeah. She's only like, the only character with an actual arc in the movie too. Like and her that last scene she has yeah, a literal with, uh, arc Donnie's. and she falls from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I will, oh, that reminds me. Also, the scene with Jenna Malone at the end that I completely forgot. Like Where it was the one like aspect waves. of this movie that yeah. I like forgot. The most of it I was like anticipating like, oh yeah, he goes back in time and he saves them somehow by dying instead. 
but I completely forgot he also kind of does it because it saves Jenna uh, Malone. And that scene, I know, I, I, I gasped and grabbed, grabbed my mouth because I wasn't expecting it on a second time. Yeah, I think that the, I think good. the ending it's is really scene. good. Like, because he loses, even though he saves his mom, she, he dies thinking he's kind of an asshole, you know, yeah. and. And that all the ground that they made up in the course of the movie gets erased. But then, yeah. yeah. And, and the, the final beat with the kid waving and Jenna Malone is, is also really good. But mm-hmm. again, like the gobbledygook it took to get... Uh, I don't I don't know if he connects A to B there very well. So It was weird. The one thing to me that also felt a little weird was... Like, I know they're supposed to have, like... They have, like, slight memories or visions of what have, what's happened mm-hmm. before. That's, in like, the, everyone yeah. was waking up. Yeah. But, like, Patrick Swayze's character just, like, straight up murdering himself, like, committing suicide. Like, what? Isn't that what happened to him? You no, don't he see that, cries though. Heavily. On one thing, like, I read it online, that it's, it like, like, apparently, like, ten days later, he kills himself or something. It's like, how, yeah, it's not who, in the how movie. How are you supposed to know that? I didn't, it wasn't in the movie that I know of. I just randomly read it online. So uh, where did that come from? Though? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I Lauren. read it somewhere. I could have sworn there was... Lauren, do your Whatever. performance prize, and then we can talk about. Yeah. I will give it to um, the youngest sister, Davy Chase, <laughs> because she does so well. I didn't realize that it was Samara from The Ring, <laughs> and Lilo from Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, but I don't care about that movie. Samara <gasps> from The Ring. <laughs> How dare you! <laughs> it's overrated. You're overrated. Mahalo. Yeah. <laughs> family. I agree. <laughs> I don't know, if you don't break down at that scene, you probably don't. Yeah. John, did you have an actual pick for best performance? Yeah, I said Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh, you yeah, agreed with Jake Gyllenhaal. Although, uh, runner-up to Drew Barrymore just giving it her all when she just screamed. God, her character does not need to be here. Oh, yeah. Like, it's so horrible. No need for her whatsoever. Like, she like, has no consequence on anything. Yeah, I mean, in the end, I would give it to Jake Gyllenhaal. But for the first, like, 10 or so minutes, I was like, he's not good in this. And then he gets better. It's like, okay, yeah. I see it now. (laughs) Isn't her like Drew Barrymore's thing? It's supposed to be like a a message about like the the downfall of youth or like how? Who knows? But that's what I'm saying. It's all just like conjecture. Like, yeah. At first, I was like, okay, this is happening. Like, why is this person in the movie? To it's at first, it feels like everybody's going to be a piece of the puzzle to get the jet engine in the right place. But it also seems like meta commentary too about like this is why Donnie is the way he is. Yeah, talk or the way he is when they talk. And she's and she's there to acknowledge that he is like a smart, intelligent person, you know, and not just a weirdo. But her and like Charita, Charita, and like they don't have any bearing on what Jenna Malone technically doesn't really need to be there yeah. either she's just yeah. she gets fridged that's her point yeah for sure <laughs> yeah that's not great but i love jenna malone so i'm happy oh, she's yeah. there <laughs> who doesn't love jenna malone i always get her confused with the girl who played matilda who she was supposed to play like i think she got offered this movie the girl who played matilda i could always go back to pride and prejudice for our love time <laughs> <laughs> the one american in jenna pride malone, and prejudice so great Great and the Catching Fire movie, uh, the Hunger, the one good Hunger Games. Oh movie. yeah, yeah, that's the one in the middle, right? It's the, the second, second one. one. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, there's well, there, four? there's four. So. Oh, four. Yeah, but one, the, the third Potter one is technically two book. movies. Yeah. 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 Or no, the two last two are technically one movie for one book. Okay, so performance prize, lots of good people, and J- Jill and Hall got the most votes. I, a Jill and Hall got the most votes. Uh, let's talk about that ending. So where did where did you get the idea 
that 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 how are how are we supposed to know that Swayze <laughs> ends up killing himself? I don't know. <laughs> That's so weird. It's such a weird. It might. Point. It might have just been from. a random thing in like the audio commentary or something. Uh, it's like that's where he saw his character going. Yeah, I don't knows. know why I'm thinking I saw it. I don't know. <laughs> I actually thought that was interesting with showing him having remorse at the end. See, like, I don't think he's having remorse. I think it's like he's seeing the events that have played uh, out. So yeah, he I hope so this he's, means he's he, afraid he's going to lose his yeah, power. Yeah, I hope this yeah. means he thing. changes his ways or else like by... Uh, by uh, Donnie Darko correcting the universe, he just doomed a bunch more children. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Anybody else need to any try to clarify, explain the ending? Ben, um, you, nobody feels still feels like they know what really happened. Lauren I mean, says she. I, did. I do think ish. one of the things that I didn't really understand yeah, until I, I was looking at the internet basically was that it's very unclear that Donnie Darko is the one to send the engine back. It just looks like he mm-hmm. witnesses it, but apparently yeah. he actually sends it back He's like somehow. Willing it yeah, to have like telekinetic or something. I don't know. Yeah, but like he supposedly has superpowers. Yeah. There. Oh yeah, they mentioned telekinesis is one yeah. of the things. Yeah, and they also mentioned like creating fire and water and like mm-hmm. super strength. Yeah, so it does like, make the theatrical him. cut does mention the telekinesis. Piece, yeah, I think. but it's like one of the things that makes me laugh is just like uh, Frank is. I forgot what they're called. Um, Passengers, like, manipulated, no, some, dead. manipulated dead, or something like that. Uh, yeah. But it's like they're these people who are supposed to subtly like push Donnie Darko in the correct path or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like. Frank is the one that takes him off the path by keeping him from dying at the beginning of the movie. So technically, it's like, just don't do that, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> but what even is Frank? Like, that's that's another question where it's just like... Maggie yeah. Gyllenhaal's boyfriend? It it says Thank something you. like Frank... Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make sense for Jenna Malone's character because she's also someone who dies. But Frank, it said something about how they're... Like, by dying, it sends them like into the fourth dimension or something where that they can, like... <laughs> manipulate reality somehow by being this other like entity you know it's not just like it's weird like you have to read the pages for sure so what you're saying is he's choosing to wear that rabbit outfit despite it no longer yeah the uh i found it interesting watching gyllenhaal's performance when he kills frank this time it feels like i don't know how i viewed it as just like was it just like a gut reaction of rage before? But it all, this time it seemed like Hall plays it with a bit of like, all right, now I have to kill you. Mm-hmm. Like he's like, he's like putting resigned. the pieces together to make to it, it happen. Yeah. Well, not even that. Like he he's like <clears throat> making the choice to make sure everything happens. I don't know. Yeah, it's it, also it one of those things where it's like, you know, the things that he saw coming out of uh, people's chests was basically mm-hmm. supposed to be like God showing him what to do. So it's like God led him to the gun that then killed people. So it's like, God's bad. But it's also saving <laughs> But it's also saving yeah. everyone. So yeah. I mean. Because he, he's Jesus. God he flooded God the world. Didn't at he's, one point like flood he's the earth. He's a crazy guy. Killed a couple people to save the earth another time. I feel like but that's a okay. step in the right he direction. He some animals. That's fine in my book. <laughs> hey, Ben, you just described the entire plot of Mother. <laughs> God damn it, John. No one ate any babies in this movie. So that's good. Ha, God damn it, pun. But why? I guess the thing I yeah, that stuck mine out was with the like Frank Lauren. thing I just talked about. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but like Lauren mentioned, like how nasty the script kind of is, and like the his friends are just so 
despicable mm-hmm. and like why would anybody want to hang out with them i don't i don't know like when he calls Charita, tell go back to china bitch is just like whoa we just took this to 15 out of nowhere like yeah. there was like out that, of and nowhere then they told her to go get molested or something yeah it's like jesus yeah. i yeah. and then it's like it's Not so weird because he's just like lay off of her it's like dude are you like i can't even tell what side he's on like, no he's yeah just... i mean it's there to try to paint donnie in a better light but at the same time it's it just like better. so yeah. extreme <laughs> Yeah, I, I I was definitely butt-wying that pretty early on. I was like, mm-hmm. ooh. And then he has the moment with her where he like just grabs her. It's like, it's going to get better. Like, That's not how you tell somebody that. She's thinking it's going to get a whole lot worse. Yeah. Yeah, and that plot line just doesn't go anywhere. Like, it doesn't. That's the culmination of that plot line. I don't, I don't, like, I, Look, yeah. I think the culmination of that plot line is somebody yelling at her to get off the stage. Arguably those boys, too, that. right? I don't remember someone yelling at her to get off the stage because everyone loved her performance in my cut. <laughs> it's right before, I think it's right before the class. Oh, right yeah, after. someone, someone says, like, get off, get the, off the stage! Yeah, okay. uh, whatever. Probably Seth Rogen. Yeah. That's my thing. It's like, if I was a girl who was constantly like just shit on all the time, I would not get up on stage and do a performance. This girl has some confidence. Yeah. Well, I she is the, like impressive. one of the only people smiling at the end of the movie, so mm. I don't. I don't know what. I also don't know what the fuck that's. Like, I remember to be. all of you dying. <laughs> <laughs> it was wonderful. I'm but gonna go like back Seth, to sleep. What a nice dream. <laughs> like yeah. Seth Rogen and the guy. Isn't he from Phantom Planet? Isn't oh, he a musician? Yep. Um, yeah. He. They. Oh, uh, Pizza uh, Planet. Jason that's Schwartzman what I was, was thinking of. I was like, he was in Pizza well. Planet. <laughs> 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 He's what's his name? Sid. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> he looks like a Sid. Those guys mm-hmm. are completely pointless too. Like they, I, Everyone's I, again, I was pointless. like, I, it felt like they were supposed to have more of a, yeah, more of a point. I guess they, they're the reason General Long gets killed. I well, guess. Yeah, so they're so. they're what's called the what manipulated living. living. So yeah. it's like they're subtly, like, pushing uh, him on the path. Yeah. So it's like it is. It is like their Everyone entire, serves their entire a purpose. purpose was for that to happen. Yeah. We're going to yeah. be watching another what the fuck movie later this year and Oh no. <laughs> it, uh, it's interesting the contrast. I think that movie handles it so much better than this and Yeah, but you think Mother handles it so much better than this, so I'm going to Well, it does. No um, judgment here. <laughs> hot take theater. Anybody have any hot takes? Wait, can I also talk about how sure. the Dukakis stuff was also kind of pointless? I guess maybe it was trying to ground <laughs> it just, in like yeah the time yeah. but it just yeah. It, yeah who cares they just wanted to say cock a lot that's it <laughs> hot take theater um this is where my love for maggie gyllenhaal was created and she has never not died the hot hey, john, take theater is she is hot <laughs> john would you have liked this movie more if it had been katie holmes a hundred percent i M- maggie gyllenhaal is also just great in this movie and it's I don't know if they really either of them had done a Name whole lot. Name a movie before this. where she's not great. I mean, had you any... don't like her in the Batman movies. I, I don't. <laughs> she's the, terrible. The Batman movie, the one. She is not terrible. Yeah, the one. She's <laughs> horrendous in it. She is not. Oh, I guess she had done a bunch of stuff. I like Maggie. This, jo- I, Stranger I guess than Fiction. Smaller roles. <gasps> yeah, Stranger Than Fiction. That keeps coming up lately. I just need to go watch See, that. 
I haven't seen her in very much. Honestly. She's always great. Good find. Yeah, that's my hot take. Repeat after me. Is there a most memorable line for anybody? Does Does this count as a line? Just that everyone was called fear survivors in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> That just tickled me. <laughs> I think Holmes Osborne, is that the dad's actor's name? His uh, laugh to... Uh, oh, in the principal's so, office? <laughs> well, that one's good. But the one laughing at the little sister saying, what's a fuck ass, was oh, yeah. really... That's my favorite <laughs> laugh in the movie, I think. There, this That's another thing. I think there's a lot of genuine lines in this movie that are great. Um, it's hard. Like, suck a fuck is... <laughs> like paramount but i also oh man sometimes i doubt your commitment to sparkle motion (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was one of my favorites (laughs) so good i liked holmes osborne also um you're bitchin but you're not a bitch (laughs) (laughs) no i think it wasn't it was an interaction between um gentleman jake gyllenhaal but it was like uh my mom had to get a restraining order against my stepdad he has emotional problems donnie darko says oh i have those too what kind of emotional problems does your dad have and she says he stabbed my mom four times in the chest (laughs) i want to know what happened to her mom (laughs) that just she ran off right like or did she get kidnapped (laughs) again there's so much lack of resolution in this (laughs) Hopefully that. Hopefully Donnie fixed that shit. Everything got fixed. But. Also, I really like. You're right. Actually, I am pretty. I'm pretty troubled and I'm pretty confused. But I, and I'm afraid. Really, really afraid. Really afraid. But I, I think you're the fucking Antichrist. Like, oh my, <laughs> like so much of this movie is built towards like Donnie again, kind of like sticking it to the man and being like this righteous kind of like outcast. And I get that, and I get how it's indulgent. But that moment was brilliant. Speaking of brilliant, when the little girl says, "What are feces?" <laughs> it says baby mice. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> it feels so. Those lines, though, like as clever as they are, feel so. Like thrown in (laughs) and random compared to the tone of the rest of the movie, though, sometimes. But I mean, so much of this stuff feels random. It's like so many of the scenes, like, why is this here? But then again, (laughs) maybe those got cut out of the version and weren't in the theatrical (laughs) one. Who knows? Okay. Expert opinions. Are there any dogs in this movie? I don't think so. I don't think so either. No pet animals of any kind, which is great. They very easily. Uh, could have thrown in Donnie kills an d- animal for some oh, reason. No. Um, uh, ben, are I there mean, he, no, he did kill a bunny. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, he killed a rabbit. Ben, is there any memes around this movie? Or mo- memes in the Ben's um, meme section? Not that I, not that I remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, if you count using, uh, what is it, Gary Jules? No. Michael Andrews, Gary Jules, is that the, the combo for the um, Mad World? Like, playing that over anything that's sad, you know? Like, <laughs> seen a bunch of videos of, like, you know, someone dropping an ice cream cone or something like that in that place. <laughs> um, okay. It's a Mad World, man. Uh, the book doesn't matter. Uh, upgradables. I don't ever figured out what this category uh, is. We were Katie Holmes for Maggie Gyllenhaal, obviously. No. Mm-hmm. Maggie Gyllenhaal's great. <laughs> what did it better? I don't know. This movie is still pretty singular, I guess. You know, like I mean, there isn't a uh, lot like this out there. Avengers Endgame did it better. <laughs> <laughs> well, like Richard Kelly had a a Nolan budget. Maybe this would have been <laughs> as good as Endgame. But I, like I said, I think they're just they're 
the piece everything in here all the pieces of this movie are pretty great it's just the lack of resolution and coherence in the script ultimately doesn't build mm-hmm. to something that works it could have been something special yeah to infinity beyond um the lasting impact of this movie i mean i still think it's a it's a high school college dorm gateway yeah, movie I, w- I would still recommend yeah. it to any yeah, yeah for sure yeah. And, and it was successful enough to get a sequel it got a sequel. Nobody had anything to do with it. It got a sequel, but it had nothing it's, to do with it. Like, well, it's it's the little sister, apparently. Yeah. Uh-huh. But Richard Kelly doesn't acknowledge it. Yeah. yeah. From, what I, seen from it. what I heard, it is awful. Yeah. Just so atrocious. Southland Tales. <laughs> um, yeah, which of those is better? We should compare... <laughs> what is it, like, S. Darko and Southland Tales? I'm going to do that right Oh, now. that's right. I remember that Stay title tuned. now. On Letterboxd, it's at a 3.9. Not bad. A lot of people that I follow are still in the four and a half to five star range on this. People that have scored it, it's all four and a half star fives besides me and Ben and one other person. I like the fact just randomly, like, Jenna Malone must have fallen asleep the moment the Evil Dead started. Because if he was able to leave, set a house on fire, and come back. Yeah, that's also, a, that's, that's also a really short movie. Yeah, it's like, but you... Do you think that he actually burnt down a house before this and that's why he had emotional issues? Or was he just remembering the future oh. where he actually burns down a house? Well, he had to be put into psychiatric care for some reason. I mean, he, well, he's hallucinating. So that might yeah, be why. <laughs> he's a paranoid schizophrenic, apparently. Yeah. The evil but, dead is 85 He's not long. a paranoid <laughs> schizophrenic if all of this is real. And they didn't stay for The Last Temptation of Christ. Should have seen that movie. <laughs> Speaking of Martin Scorsese. The internet says, is there any other random internet shit that we need to know about this movie? Probably heaps of it. No. It's no. a random thing, though. <laughs> like, I don't know why, but just seeing Ashley Tisdale show up in this movie with oh, the yeah. hair she has. <laughs> so many random other, like the guy, the other guy on stage was the guy from iCarly, too. Mm. Oh, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Fran Kranz from Cabin in the Woods was... Frank's buddy <gasps> That's in the who car. it was. I couldn't mm-hmm. figure out who he was because he had clown face that paint, clown, didn't he? Yeah. Or something. But it's like, yeah, that's who that was. Good casting movie. Yeah. Almost through here. Would recommend. What other? Yeah. What? Uh, what are the <laughs> other like? I guess again, this movie is so singular. Like, there's Stand not. Stand by me. That's the thing that comes to mind. Teenage coming of age. Stand by me. I'll recommend Looper. Just because. <laughs> yeah, just watch Looper. Better time travel movie. Okay. <laughs> we got to cut Ben off. <laughs> okay. Um, would recommend catch-all bonus rounds. Anything else we missed you need to talk about? Um, bonus rounds. You want to hear my favorite random trivia? Sure. Uh, from IMDb Trivia. Professor Kenneth Monitov, or Noah Wiley's character, is seen eating hard candy in some scenes because Wiley decided his character would be diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay um that is a good uh random scene. another <laughs> let's see what else? oh et propaganda i will not stand the kids riding bikes at the end yep. I was like, oh no oh. there's four kids riding bikes and i hate totally, this totally that was totally an et reference yeah it was but then it's like yeah he have you have to send him home or, or the send the engine back to where it belongs or else the world ends that's right get out of here et this was actually <laughs> anti-et propaganda <laughs> Which I am here for. I thought about you when they ran off with the little I hated it night. so much. I just had a knee-jerk reaction. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. 
Okay, one last pitch. Ben, one last pitch for Donnie Darko. Why should people still watch this movie? Because it's a trippy fucking movie with a lot of great actors doing great things, even if it doesn't totally come together in the end. I've literally seen this movie like 20 times, probably. Cool. I've seen it twice. (laughs) Next week, we will be doing the Anton Fuqua movie Training Day. Uh, That's also from 2001. Won an Academy Award for Best actor for denzel washington it also has ethan hawk in it along with some other people doesn't it have to wait no that's this what's the one with dakota fanning is that man on fire yeah man on fire i haven't seen that masterpiece so yeah next week if this episode exists you should be watching (laughs) training day um yeah until then i'm zach oldenburg you can find me wherever you can find at zach oldenburg you can find us at middleofrow.com you can find us on twitter at middleofrow.com Rate and review the podcast. Apparently it helps. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can find me on Letterboxd and Twitter at the Grigsby Bear. You can find all of us on Facebook at Middle of the Row. And I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees. And you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com. Thanks for listening. Go watch Training Day. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the row. The tears are filling up their glasses. No expression, no expression Hide my head, I wanna drown my sorrow No tomorrow, no tomorrow And I find it kind of